This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilly, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles, it's Luke Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What's up, John? Dude, it's been a minute. Yes, it has. But we are yes, back by popular demand by people. by the people, <laughs> by by the people on Twitter. <laughs> uh, who? Like, I, I'm kind of excited that there are a few people on Twitter that get the joke and realize that I'm not actually the head coach, former head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, um, but I am a bona fide Luke Walton. I mean, we talked about, we bounced the idea around of having this be the premier Kings <laughs> coach impersonator <laughs> podcast. Yes. This was almost Luke Walton talks Kings. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can splice that into the very beginning. Um, I want to thank all of our followers, especially the ones that were calling for us to come back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, the last season and, and catch up and explain kind of where our heads are at and what the purpose of this pod really is. Um, and I, I also just want to invite you guys to subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the Google Podcast app, um, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your pods. Um, and uh, you know, share it with your friends, that kind of stuff. Please comment and check us out on social media as well. Um, we're pretty active on Twitter. Um, what is my handle? I think it's Luke Walton Laker. Yeah, that's, I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely blocked by, uh, Anthony Irwin. Um, the, one of the Lakers podcasters. Oh because, really? Yeah. Cause I, I think that he just thinks that I'm, you know, some dick oh, you're like with a like a fake account. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I did. I did tell him that he sounds like uh, Squidward on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so that might have uh, played a role. <laughs> I, I think that that dude has some ice cold takes. Dude, he's actually a lot better when he podcasts. I think it's just, it's just it's like his Twitter account. Yeah, that, like, uh, like I, I, in general, like I, I, I appreciate him, but every now and then he posts something that I, like I'm trying to see if there's anything. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm scrolling right now to see if I can find anything. Mm-hmm. But like, and sometimes stuff he posts, it's just like, what are you, what are you no. thinking about? For sure, for sure. I mean, to be fair, I mean, I can, I can be kind of a troll on Twitter sometimes too. So, <laughs> um, let's let's dig into it. Uh, let's 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 catch up here, John. Um, first of all, I just want to kind of talk about what the like, what my take is on what we're doing here. Like, I don't, I don't we don't have any pretense to be like journalists or um, trying to cover the team objectively or anything like that. We're Laker fans, and the the end of that last season was so soul crushing as a Laker fan watching like one of the goats Magic Johnson go down in flames watching this team like get battered by injury that's that's not really what I want to podcast about I I mean it's 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 okay if we're losing that's not what I'm saying like I'm not I was watching the games I'm not trying to be fair weather I just don't want to like shit on my team you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, look, neither of us is truly a cap a cap expert or a scout right. or a talent exactly. evader, a talent evaluator. Like, you're a podcast basketball coach, and yep, I sometimes make words good, and so <laughs> we, you know, I, what I would say is like we are, uh, for better or worse, we are not fair weather fans, but we are fair weather podcasters. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, <laughs> like I'm not trying to be Stephen A. Smith. Right, right. We don't have real sponsors, right? No, and and we're not we're not trying like, to like drive not, up clicks or something. Yeah, so it's just like if you know if we don't actually have something that we're going to enjoy talking about to talk about. Mm-hmm. 
And it's okay. It, like bumps bumps along the road are, are are still cool to talk about. Losing streaks are still fine to talk about. It's when there's like that systemic, like it's when it becomes hopeless. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's when it's that, like, oh wait, there's no point to this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, guys, there's a point again. Yes, there is hope to be had. So let, let's let's just take let's just, for for anybody that wants to go on that weird journey again. Let's uh let's kind of skip to the end of the regular season now and if you could just go bullet points how did we get to where we're at now where people are calling us a you know a finals contender yeah um so uh okay first thing magic johnson resigned like by surprise before the most bizarre fashion before a game uh because because he loves genie bus so much he resigned Mm-hmm. Because uh, he had to go back to having sex with three women or six, six women at a time. Six, yeah. No, he, did you see? He was just he was just awarded something by the Italian Coast Guard for his like twenty six years of sailing the Italian coast. <laughs> I mean, Magic Johnson, he lives in on a different planet than the rest of us do. He lives so on a yacht sense. in Italy right now. <laughs> is, is where he lives. Um, and for the, for the six women thing, that, those are literally his words, not mine. Uh, John, where, where did you dig that up? It was some interview. I was watching a, uh, a Larry Bird, Magic Johnson documentary today. I watched like literally 10 minutes of it. And in the, in, in those 10 <laughs> minutes, this clip of Chris Wallace interviewing him where I think he says something about, he goes, sex with multiple women. Let's talk about it. And Magic <laughs> goes like, and he goes, have you done it? And Magic goes, yes. And then uh, he, Chris says something like, and with two or three women? And Magic says something to the effect of like, you know, like lots of women have different fantasies about being with this many or that many or two or three. I was once with six women. <laughs> and you see Chris Wallace's face just like lose all the blood. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that before. I don't know how. Who who would have thought that he wouldn't be a good coach or executive? <laughs> <laughs> great player, you, obviously. You realize, Every definition of the word player, Magic Johnson's great at that. You realize, like, I don't think that an NBA player could say that today. No. I think that would be, like, a massive scandal. Yeah. Like, if... Uh, uh, if... Who who would be like who's like a young like if James oh, um, Harden was like I had sex with six women the other dude, day Ke- Kelly Oubre yeah <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a, like I, I feel like the yeah the team would get involved and like there'd be a bunch of PR people right that person would not go on to continue being the face of the league yeah likely not right Why? but it was the eighties man. <laughs> <laughs> people uh, woke up in 1991 like what happened i did so much coke i can't remember a thing i, I like that we talk about this like we lived through it. yeah exactly <laughs> i know um all right so yeah magic resigned yep uh luke and the team mutually agreed to part ways was the official language yeah pretty uh, crushing <laughs> the lakers ended up hiring frank vogel to be the head coach after kind mm-hmm. of a, a failed courting process uh, with Ty Lue. which can we can we dwell on that for a second? Sure. Uh, maybe dwell. we could put that. Maybe we should put that in inner out. Uh, uh, yeah, let, I'll I'll throw that in inner out, and we'll, we'll we can talk about Ty Lue a little bit. Okay. Um, at that at that point. Um, 
And then we also hired Jason Kidd and Lionel Hollins as assistants. Um, mm-hmm. Let's the see. kid thing. I'm not <laughs> very thrilled about. But. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, of course, as soon as that happened, like all of the reports of like kid gunning for Vogel's job, you know, they know went went flying around. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've heard stuff about that LeBron really respects him because they played mm-hmm. on Team USA Team USA together. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's 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 something to be said about uh, you know Vogel wasn't a player, so like having a lead assistant that is a notable player, like that makes sense. But I feel like there are other people out there to do that that aren't like going potentially openly like going to slit your throat at the first sign of distress. Right. Like we literally like hired Littlefinger to be our yeah. assistant coach. To um, be fair though, Rob Polinka is way more Littlefinger than Jason Kidd ever could be. Because somehow Rob Polinka made Magic Johnson take the entire fall. And now, I mean, I think his image is pretty good. Even on Lakers Twitter, which is which a hated dark, dark place. A couple months yeah. ago. I but mean, it was it that. was funny that, like, that, uh, like, you know, Magic kind of, like, went on this weird... He, like, went on ESPN and, like, talked a bunch of shit about Rob. And Rob's yeah. response was like, Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that from Magic. I loved uh-huh. working with Magic, and I, I really respect him and the work we did together, and I wish nothing but the best for he and his family. Uh, I'll see you at church on Sunday, Magic. <laughs> like, Epic. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing that I think I didn't put in here, but it's like maybe mm-hmm. a notable blank bullet point, is that we did not try to hire, or, or, or did not end up hiring, maybe we tried, a more notable like president of basketball operations. Like there were rumors yes. swirling that we were going to go after Masai or that mm-hmm. we, or that there was a, already a deal done with Bob Myers. And as soon mm-hmm. as the finals ended, he was going to announce it. Uh, yeah. And all of that turned out to just be smoke. Like there was nothing yeah. actually there. I mean, maybe there were conversations, but nothing came of it. And, and, but at the same time, like I, a lot of people have faulted the Lakers because they didn't land one of those guys. But think about the situation that, you know, Masai and Myers are in. Like that, Masai. Like he he gets to build the the team that he's always wanted to in Toronto, like with from the ground up with rising young stars and, and pretty good cap situation, and he just won a championship, so he's got a really long leash. Myers, he's he's like kind of in the same boat. You know, he's he's got two of the best players, uh, with Clay and Curry, and he's got you know an interesting trade piece at the very least with D'Angelo Russell, like. Why why leave to a situation where it's so tumultuous that you could get fired and 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 kind of flip the narrative of your career? It's too it's a lot of risk. Like where's the risk reward there, you know? Yeah, I mean I think it's uh I think it it's it's the market, right? Which uh-huh. which maybe is overblown at this point, but it's like there are that I think the two biggest jobs in the league are the Knicks and the Lakers. Yeah. And in, in between those that means that the biggest job in the league is the Lakers. Yeah, and and because the Knicks haven't been relevant for thirty years. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, but I guess I mean that in terms of just like market size. Like yeah, Bill yeah. Simmons goes on and on and on about if you can be the guy to turn around the Knicks, mm-hmm. that like your career is made, right? I think yeah. that there's some element of that with the Lakers too. Uh-huh. That there's something about the franchise that like if you can actually get something hanging in Staples Center as a result of your work, that kind of you know etches your yeah. place into history. No, it makes your floor be uh, GM of Charlotte. 
<laughs> Shout out to Mitch. Um, okay, so moving on. Uh, here's the big one. We traded for mm. Anthony Davis. That hell yeah, we did. That that actually happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And as a result of that, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and Josh Hart. Uh, yeah. And also some other people whose names I've already forgotten uh, Bunga, Bunga, are, are, are no longer Lakers. Yeah. So um, yeah. can we can we can we pour one out real quick for our for our, our fallen young core? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I really miss those guys. I'm I'm really happy that we we kept uh, coups through all of that. I think I I, I think people have overreacted, thinking like uh, you know Bi or Zoe over coups. Obviously, I think most people would make that decision, but obviously the the Pelicans wouldn't want to take coups over one of those two guys from their perspective. And from our perspective, it's a much more favorable cap situation with Kuz and he can play off ball. He's not a ball dominant. You know, there, there's just so yeah. many things that that's, it makes that's sense. The biggest thing to, to me is, is I think like out of those, out of all those guys, the person whose game is the least impacted by, uh, mm-hmm. decreased usage is Kyle mm-hmm. Kuzma. Yeah. Right. Ingram yeah. and Lonzo, like we saw it time and time and time again, when they weren't high usage, like primary ball handler type players, they, you know, they struggled. Their game was limited. And and like to be fair, Zoe Zoe was able to play off ball and and orchestrate offenses and keep the tempo up and do all do a lot of good like dirty things on the like not dirty dirty but like <laughs> you know the the nit and gritty kind of things on the defensive end. Um, but there's something to be said about you know being able to shoot free throws and and hit key threes and and have consistency. Well, how about I, I know not that, be injured all the time? Yeah, that too. I know. And I I, I yeah, it's, there's some there's some stuff from uh like sports physiologists that I've read about like the way that Lonzo runs. It, it's kind of kind of drawing parallels to how Curry had to kind of re, mm, rebuild and right, rethink teach his body how to move. Like Lonzo might be that type of prospect um which in in the short term we we can't do we're in win now mode now and uh and it's it's unfortunate i loved all those guys and i loved rooting for them and it was fun even when we were losing that we had like guys you could relate to and cheer for yeah um but this is the lakers man you know it's it's time to go to the playoffs it's time to be arrogant again that's what i'm ready for (laughs) you've been ready for that for a while dude absolutely absolutely like like People have been stressing about AD not wanting to play center. And I'm like, he'll play center in the playoffs, guys. And in him, crunch time minutes of important games. Right. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's let's be a little arrogant here. Let's start JaVale McGee and still, you know, finish with the second or third best record in the West. Like, that's what's up. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, we lost another ball in the process. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, you think that was any coincidence? No, I think it was... I think it was totally planned so lavar is no longer welcome on espn uh or as a fake sponsor of this podcast we will not stand for his uh, uh misogynistic for, yeah, comments <laughs> made towards uh i think her name is molly from first take mm-hmm. first take is trash <laughs> i will not stand for first take we i will, will not, not stand for anyone stand for first, first take either uh so yeah no more balls in our life be they <laughs> Pete Alonzo or Lavar, and hopefully we don't have to hear about Mello or Jello. Uh, yeah, I think we're done with the ball business. Um, so okay, here we go. Now we're getting into mm-hmm. the the I think the more exciting stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, aside from AD. AD yeah. um, new players we signed: Danny Green, 
just coming oh, yeah. off a championship run with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, more on that in a second. Uh, yep. Uh, Quinn Cook of the mm-hmm. uh, Golden State Warriors. Jared Dudley from the Nets. Uh, Troy mm-hmm. Daniels from the Suns. And Avery Bradley, uh, who I think ended last season on the Grizzlies. Uh, started Bounce with the Clippers. Around. Yeah. Um, and then we re-signed JaVale, uh, the GOAT, Alex Caruso. Yep. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. And unfortunately, Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Players love him. Uh, we will also <laughs> not stand for Rajon Rondo on this podcast. <laughs> you watch, dude. He's going to win us a playoff game and make us all eat our words. Oh, it's going to happen. Something like I that's mean, always happening. I hope it does. But my question would be, like, why is he playing so many minutes in this playoff game? Yeah, it's fair. The only, the only acceptable way for Rondo to play significant minutes is injury. That's it. That's it. Like... I know he's going to. Even I'm then, fully prepared, like, but even then, I would argue that there are better lineups. Like yeah, the stats yeah, about too, the stats about he and AD and Boogie. Like uh-huh. when he was on the floor with AD and Boogie, they were like a, mm-hmm. a negative. Yes. Net plus minus. Yes. I, I'm really excited to see what Caruso can do, and more importantly, I'm excited to see what LeBron can do as our point guard. Yeah, of course. Just like that's how he's always played. That's how it should be. Um, especially like if, if it can put him in situations where he's able to make the right read, but not necessarily, but be able to chill a little bit. Cause I feel like those things can happen at the same time. Yeah. You'll let the other guys run off of screens and, uh, and you know, create, create some like really intense weak side kind of stuff where it's like a two man game, him and AD and you have, I don't know, Kuz and Danny green, and, I don't know, KCP or something like that on the other side, space in the floor. It's going to be deadly. Yeah, my 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 question is, um, you know, I remember the the first season that KD went to the Warriors. Yeah, they like I don't want to misquote the numbers, but I just remember that they ran a Curry Durant pick and roll far mm-hmm. less often than mm-hmm. I think most people expected, and they even mm-hmm. held off doing it in the playoffs until they really needed it. Yeah, but oh man, once they did it, like it was really unstoppable in a couple of those yeah. series. And I'm curious if we see a little bit of that with Braun and AD. Like, I think that they will have yeah. to play a two-man game for us to be a, a, a high-seed playoff team. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other way for us to, to, to get into the you know top four seed. Um, but I'm curious if they hold back something, some piece yeah. of it. You know, and, and I, I wonder if that'll be a frustration of ours at some point this season. If we're just like, oh my gosh, like, why aren't they totally unleashing these guys? You know, I think we need to keep in mind, like as long as the playoffs are in reach, like it's it's all about saving your best stuff for that. Yes, exactly. We've got to be arrogant. <laughs> I, I do. I do think that uh, because this team is new, though, home court advantage is going to be important as as much as I want to be like, what was it? The the 2001 um lakers or 2001 2002 i think lakers where they you know i think they were fourth or fifth in the west and then they lost like almost nothing in the playoffs yeah they lost the one game yeah um they went like fifth they went i think it might be switching up my ears because that was that was against the 76ers for that final so um but anyway um like in order to do that you have to really be clicking as a team like i feel like we're still this is a this is a brand new team. This is barely what we saw at all last year. And this, the style is going to be different. The spacing is going to be totally different. Yeah. I think Kuzma is going to really benefit from this type of spacing too. Um, 
I think there's a reason. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. I was gonna say I I think there's a reason that the league backloaded our season with nationally televised games. Yeah, yeah. Right. The 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 league understands that like they one they need to show the Lakers a lot because they have two of the top five players in the NBA on the team right now, and it's a marquee franchise and big TV market, etc. And I think they also realized like let's not sour our audience to this team by exposing them too much early in the season while they're still trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be bumps in the road. Much appreciated. <laughs> yes, thank you. That that really smoothed out some of the major bumps in the road, and the amount of traveling that this team is doing is, is really low. Way less, um, yeah. Um, so, uh, All right, it, so yeah, moving along in our bullets, uh, yeah. I said I would come back to DeMarcus oh. Cousins. Um, Boogie's had a rough... Uh, a rough month. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, first, I, I got to say, like, the videos of him when he was signed were really promising. Like, mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, his attitude, he looked super lean. He looked like he had lost a ton of weight and gotten into great shape. And, uh, you know, it was, like, going to be pretty exciting to see what, you know, what he and Boogie could, or what he and uh, the Brow could do again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he, he tore his ACL. Apparently non-contact too. Yeah, yeah, that's I, a really bad sign. Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of stuff from like Lakers Twitter doctors, real or fake, mm-hmm. about like compensation and this being like a fairly common compensation mm-hmm. injury with like God. his combo of, of injuries. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, when that happened, I, I I heard about a bunch of interesting things about like, well, the Lakers are probably going to still keep him because mm-hmm. they'll have early bird rights on him. Mm-hmm. And if he is able to recover at all, it, you know, it'd be nice to be able to sign him with limited cap impact going into 2020 when there's a big free agent class. And, you know, it's, it is important to be able to retain players. Um, and I don't know if this changes that, but a day or two ago, uh, there was a TMZ released a tape of him, uh, I guess, allegedly him uh, threatening uh, his son's mother. Uh, yeah. in like pretty aggressive fashion because yeah, uh, she wouldn't allow his son to come to his wedding. Yeah. Um, and while I, you know, I've, I've seen the takes about like, Oh, you, you know, he was just frustrated, whatever. I get it. It's a frustrating situation, but like mm-hmm. just the audio does not sound no, great. It doesn't excuse the stuff. Yeah. You said, yeah. So. Um, so I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with that. The Lakers have said mm-hmm. that they're investigating, but mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, this is like, like I, there are very few more disappointing mm-hmm. immediate term outcomes of his signing. And yeah, I mean, in terms of just the guy's life, he is at such a low um, point. I mean, like you get lower than that. Well, I don't know though. Apparently I was, I was hearing some things about like uh-huh. he, I, Matt Barnes said something to the effect of uh, mm-hmm. he didn't let the ACL injury keep him from enjoying his wedding. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, speaking of a guy that is at the lowest of lows, what what happens next after Demarcus's? Yeah, injury so and so as scandal? a result, uh, we needed another center. Mm-hmm. So who do we turn to? Uh, <laughs> our old friend, our old, our old beaten dog, <laughs> Dwight Howard. Yeah, Whoa. welcome back, D thirty nine. Thirty nine. He didn't get twelve. I just want everyone to know that his name is misspelled intentionally in our notes uh, mm-hmm. because of because of Shaq. Shaquille. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, 
finally, as a result of the Dwight signing, uh, Kobe mm-hmm. and Shaq have, have settled their differences. Yep. Over they, their 15 year old beef. Yeah, you know, mutual enemy. It uh, really works wonders. Um, it, I mean, the thing about yeah. Dwight, like, I guess, well, I'll get into it. I'll get into it in a second. So, okay. anyway, so we signed Dwight. Um, <laughs> some other things around the league, uh, you know, I'm sure anyone who listens to this is aware of these things, but um, Kawhi signed with the Clippers after Ridiculous. Uh, a long and arduous uh, waiting period. Of free agency, worst of all outcomes. Yeah, and uh, my like, I was really trying to buy into the theory that uh-huh. Magic resigning was like part of the strategy to get Kawhi, mm-hmm. and that Magic really loved like player recruitment and realized that as an executive he couldn't do it, and so that was what. Yep. But that turned out to to totally be a farce, <laughs> uh, yeah. and was not not real. Um, the only way that this is remotely okay is if this whole thing is Kawhi getting the Clippers back to San Diego. If like, that's the whole contract negotiation is like, okay, I'll come, but I'm living in Rancho Santa Fe. If you can figure out a situation where maybe we play in San Marcos or something. (laughs) Uh, I'd be down with that. I would be down with that. Um, So yeah, Kawhi signed with the Clippers. Only Mm -hmm. signed a two year deal though. Yeah. Which I love. Which, yeah, in two years, the Clippers have the potential to be one of the greatest dumpster fires in the league. <laughs> uh, because of this next point as surpassing well. Surpassing their previous mark. Of oh, yeah. Worst well, dumpster fire mm, in the league. Uh, who, who has been a worse dumpster fire in the league, league history than the Clippers? The Clippers, under their previous ownership, like, that is all-time dumpster That's fire. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they can't, but I'm saying they can't eclipse that. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, that. Uh, <laughs> never say never. <laughs> I mean, I just listened to the, the like the thirty for thirty Sterling Affairs podcast, mm. so I've got it was great. As a Laker fan, you have to listen to it because <laughs> it's just basically talking about how terrible the Clippers organization was for for thirty years. Mm-hmm. So, and how all Sterling wanted to be was Doctor Bus, and he just couldn't be. No. Um, no. And all Paul George wants to be <laughs> is, is liked. I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know, man. So, yeah, Paul George was traded to the Clippers, which was super weird. Yeah. And, and people were getting on the Lakers for everything we sent for Anthony Davis. The Clippers sent arguably more. And and we have the potential. Obviously, there is some risk because Anthony Davis has not signed a contract yes. extension. But we have the potential to you know, get him for five years. Paul George, he could walk at the same time as Kawhi. Yeah. So there's a lot of risk there too. Yeah. And I mean, Paul George could demand a trade. We, we don't <laughs> know what this guy wants to be do. A twist. He just he just demands a trade every year. Hey man, maybe that's the new that's the next phase of player empowerment. That would that would suck. <laughs> I agree. That would be bad. <laughs> as as like as fun as it is to have players change all the time. Mm-hmm. I do kind of wish that there was like a little more consistency, at least once the Lakers are good again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I, I don't yeah, I don't I don't mind players like being in control of their destiny at all. Obviously, it's it's just it's weird when you're in control of your own des- destiny, you make a free agency decision and then you go back on it. Yeah, and you sign a, like a, a long term deal like you have the opportunity to sign a one year deal and then make the decision again like. That and, was totally on the table. And he didn't even, like, take meetings. 
Yeah. And he forced the hand. Like it wasn't I don't know. It was it was, it was almost like like he was just on his merry way, like uh like lost the playoffs again, whatever. Um and then he got a phone call from Kawhi. Hey man, do you wanna like maybe join me? And he's like, Oh shit, I watched the finals. You're really good at basketball. I don't know. Like here's a crazy question for you. Do you think if Kawhi went to the Lakers uh-huh. prior to them trading for Anthony Davis uh-huh. and said, I will sign with you if you trade all your assets for Paul George, they would have done it. They might not have. And I'm, only signing, a lot of power. And I'm only signing to signing a two-year contract. Yeah. Clutch has got so much power. I don't know if they would have done that. Clutch has so much power. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> All right, the other things that happened, uh, Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul were traded for one another to to uh, the Rockets and the Thunder, respectively. Now they can both be unhappy. The two untradable, most untradable contracts were traded for one another. Uh, well, and it's like unclear if Chris Paul is actually going to play for the Thunder. I mean, that would be... An, if they waived Chris Paul, which is not going to happen, he's got, he's got too many years Sign left on his contract. <laughs> Yeah, I totally. I mean, that that's the thing the Lakers are missing. We need we need an elite guard or even like a near elite guard. Like if like Lowry could get bought out maybe next year if Masai is trying to really focus on a rebuild, he'd be a great fit for this. Mm-hmm. T- I don't know. Uh Drogic would be a great fit for this team. If only we just had a few more assets. <laughs> that would have been really sweet to flip that, but you know, we um, can't complain. We got two of the best players in the league. Yes. The other, the other thing that the other big one that happened is Kyrie and Durant signed with the Nets. Uh, also, people need to like chill. Durant's not playing this season, and Kyrie's going to be super pissed off when Durant finally comes back. Yeah, like people keep talking about people keep talking about the Nets being a contender this year with Kyrie and Durant. No, it's like he's not no. playing. What part of he tore his Achilles in July? Don't you understand? I know, and we we've seen this. I mean, it's. We we just saw it with Boogie. Obviously, we saw it with Kobe. This is a the most brutal injury for a basketball player. Everybody knows this. Yeah, we and we still have not seen someone recover yeah, from it. Yeah, and I, I I like fully. KD is so so good and was never as predicated on like his first step. You know, totally. As some of the other and players, him, so even if, if he could, only gets back to being eighty five percent of the player he was, he's yeah. still an elite player. Yeah, but man, that'd be so sad. I like I. That was such a bummer. He's one of my favorite guys to watch, um, even though he's not one of my favorite like personalities. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it like it just sucks for the sport. Would it be fair to say like he's one of your favorite players to watch, not one of your favorite players to listen to? Yes, or or read. <laughs> Fun, read his. Funny enough, Kyrie Irving is also one of my favorite yes. players to watch, yes. but not not, <laughs> not to, listen to listen to or to. read. <laughs> yeah. Let us skip those post games. Uh, they yeah. All right, and then uh, the other the other ones are Kemba Walker signing with the Celtics. Obviously, with Kyrie leaving it with Kyrie leaving. Boring. They they they, they got someone. A, they uh, got a worse Kyrie. Yeah, yes, uh, I, I like Kemba. I still like Kemba, but he's he's like I don't know poor man's version of Kyrie, right? Like he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, Kemba, really Kemba gave me, like, my all-time favorite college basketball moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, he's he, he's never going to be the best player on a championship team. No, at best, number three. And then, to go along with that, Al Horford uh, did not re-sign with the Celtics. Instead, opted to sign with the Sixers. 
who are now going to have like a juggernaut lineup of giant human beings. Giant people. That I was actually was um that was one of the things that I was so bummed about with the boogie injury was I thought we were one of the only teams that could match up with the size of the 76ers and I thought it would be so weird to go from the Warriors dynasty to you know finals of just giant humans. Mm-hmm. I mean um, I, yeah. wouldn't it be amazing though to watch like AC Fresh the goat Alex Caruso hell yeah just like cutting and dipping and diving <laughs> underneath legs and around people's <laughs> under people's arms and then he rises up and <laughs> it's that sounds like like that sounds like the uh, plot of Space Jam 2 I, that's what I was kind of imagining in my head he should be oh. uh he should play the Bill Murray character who like has to come in and play at the last minute all right let, let's start in or out be, just because I want to I want to get answer to this question in or out if if uh the bald mamba gets <laughs> gets enough playing time he will play his way into a, a casting in space jam 2 uh, they're already filming it would it would be a organizational lift i mean and here's what i think is going to happen <laughs> yeah. i think that lebron is i think lebron has already gone to him mm-hmm. I, no no here's what i think happened i think lebron went to the entire team and made deals with them and said, all right, guys, here's, here's how it goes. We're going to film the same scene with all of you individually. Ooh. Yeah. And who, whichever one of you has, you know, is like the highest performer or whatever, by whatever mm-hmm. metric I evaluate you, you, your version of the scene will go into the movie. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's what I think. And you happened. get $5 million for that scene. Yes. So okay, it's, wait. It's, so so his his yeah. list of nicknames is AC Fresh, mm-hmm. the Goat, mm-hmm. the Bald Bald Mamba. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a serious question. If he just shaved his head, would we love uh-huh. him as much? He, I think that if he shaved his head, he would be in a completely different conversation league wide. He might lose a little bit of credibility among Lakers fans, but he would instantly become eligible for an all-star team (laughs) what if what if he had like uh like perfectly styled soccer player hair his his three-point percentage would go up five i think he'd be making like 25 million dollars a year (laughs) it worked for gordon hayward yeah jj reddick yeah jj um all right, so in or out, we're gonna do a little a little more long form in or out mm-hmm. here, just because uh, we haven't talked in a while. So um, in or out, uh, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Lakers third star. Um, I am one hundred percent in. Yeah, one hundred percent. Does it have to be Super Saiyan Kuz, or can he just be Kaoken? Kaoken, Kaoken will do it. Okay. <laughs> I, as long as he can go times ten in one of the uh, one of the playoff one series, playoff game. yeah. No, I I think that like it, it won't be it won't be quite as much of like a third star as some of the big threes that we've you know come like he's not going to be like Ray Allen. Yeah, um, he probably won't even be as good as like Kevin Love, but I think that his scoring ability is necessary now on this team with Boogie down, um, and. Like he, in terms of the wing players that aren't, you know, LeBron or AD, 
He's the guy that can actually handle the ball, not amazing, but pretty well, and work off ball in you know really smart ways. Even just in the little clips that we saw of USA basketball, yep, his his stroke looks better. He's slipping st- screens and really like just smart ways. He's he's grown up, uh, and it's it, it's fun too because he's ours. You know, like we drafted him. Totally, he's like the the emotional cachet that Kuz is carrying. Um, I feel like any like any small victory is going to be magnified. And I almost feel like, like he's one of the only people on this team that will get a pass if, you know, he has a bad game here or there. I, I don't know, at, at least to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you brought up the, the team USA footage. You know, I'm, I'm sad that it, that his tenure on the team was as short as it was because of it's injury. It's not like bullshit, man. It's um, not like bullshit. It was like, I tweaked my ankle. It was like, do you think Vogel called him up and was like, Hey man, you look good. Don't. Yeah, I don't Do you know. Think it was real? I, I think it was more like Danny Ainge called him up and was like, "Hey, he's looking better than Jason Tatum, so can you like pull him off the?" <laughs> yeah. And the, the guy on the other line was like, "But Jason Tatum's only 17 years old. <laughs> Can't even compare the two. Um, but but what I will say is, you know, we saw lethal lethal shooter video uh-huh. clips all summer long of Kuz yeah. working on his shot, and those types of things are always really encouraging. But you know, it's like. The, the question is like, how does that, does that stick when he's back mm-hmm. in the game, right? There's so much muscle memory built up and so much momentum in, a, yeah. you know, in, in how a player plays, like, can you actually break that rhythm and, and interject like a new, you know, musculoskeletal movement mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in real time when they're having to like make flash decisions. And yeah. at least in the, in the game that he played for team USA against Australia, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It it held like his shooting stroke was much better. Mm-hmm. He he I think he was uh, three four for six. Yeah, for no three? no he was four for four. No way. Yeah yeah epic. Um yeah and and he uh, he you know he's one of those players that really benefits from spacing. We saw that in the first year, and then we saw this most recent year he had less spacing. Yeah. Um and he's going to be in a unique situation because so much defensive energy is going to be centered around these two stars. And on top of that, we have actual shooters on this team that will have gravity. And it, it's, it's really hard to switch off of or hedge off of Danny green. Yep. I mean, same, same thing with, you know, Quinn cook, uh, even though he's, he's not like some guy that's going to like beat you off the dribble, but that dude can like knock down three. He's an insanely confident shooter. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe irrationally confident, but uh-huh. but he has well, no a, fear exactly letting it fly. Need. That's what we need right now. Yeah. Like it, it almost is about that confidence to keep defenders on you because they know that you'll pull up. And I mean, Danny Green, he led the league in hitting wide open threes. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in terms of percentage, it was over 50%. Yeah. So the the room that kuzma will have to to navigate is go, is going to be pretty awesome um so yeah i i'm i'm in on him being the third star it, it might not he might not be a bona fide all-star but i think he'll be a star nonetheless if that makes sense yeah no i'm i'm with you i think it's you know we really need his his ascendance this year i think he, he he'll be an eastern conference all-star let's put it that way <laughs> shouts to d'angelo <laughs> Um, all right, in or out, Lakers signing Dwight Howard. Oof, dude. Okay, um, it's really hard because now he's a Laker, and so I have like I've been rationalizing this, and so I I have to like him again, and I'm I'm almost there. 
I'm almost all the way there. So I, I was watching some some footage from his most recent seasons, the one with the uh, uh, Wizards. It was very short lived, um, and then wherever he played the year before, um, and you know he he still has got some ability to to do a lot of the stuff that he that we remember him for. He still is a good shot blocker. He still has good hops. Um, good in the pick and roll, even though he doesn't like playing pick and roll. Terrible at post offense. So you just <laughs> never throw it to him in the post. And um, and he's really good at put packs. And so the, the thing that, that makes me marginally in, I can't say like full on, but somewhat in, is that he is a, he is a very reasonable sub for JaVale McGee. Will he get a lot of playing time in the playoffs? It all depends on how he does in the regular season. But I feel like right now I'm slotting him at center three. Okay. Um, so I will say uh, that I am out on the signing of Dwight Howard. Would you have preferred Noah, like somebody more defensive like that? Or do you think that we just shouldn't have signed another center and just kind of had to lean on 80 to be the five more often? So... Like, I want to assign a negative without assigning an affirmative. Mm-hmm. My point being is, like, I don't know what I would have been in on. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Right? I just, I, I, I like, he is, on, he is on the team now, and so I, I really hope for the best, right? And I would love to yeah. see him succeed. I'm not one of these Laker fans who's, like, hoping for vengeance that he no, does no. poorly or something, because that Again, is only not, bad for us. Yeah. Um. Not what this pod's about. But, you know, like, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, we've seen him since he left the Lakers in Houston, in Atlanta, in Charlotte, and in Washington. Mm-hmm. Like, Charlotte, that's it. you know, really not be great. And, and everybody hates him. Like, yeah. Every locker room hates the dude. Well, and he had, like, I don't really know much about it, but he had some weird scandal with, like... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's real. Let's. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're allowed to be sued for slander for um, if we're not actually journalists. So but. yeah, he had a weird scandal, <laughs> and whether it's true or not, it just like uh, those kind of things always kind of you know yeah. Yeah. leave a weird shadow, and it's just like uh. oh, you saw the shadow meme. What? <laughs> okay, never mind. Oh. <laughs> Carry on. Um, but okay, here's what I will say for Laker fans that are hating on Dwight. Mm-hmm. Um, when he, when he played for us in 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. um, he led the league in rebounding. Yeah. And he led the league in rebounding with a hurt back. Yeah. Like the whole season. Mm-hmm. And he started every game he played mm-hmm. and he played 76 games for us. So like with a hurt back, he missed six games and led the league in rebounding. Yeah. So you know, I, I, to me, like the, like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, uh, like we were pissed that he didn't resign with the Lakers. Definitely. It wasn't like he was bad for us. And, no. and, you know, we were like, good riddance. We hated you. You suck. We said, we said that after he left. Yeah. No, but we wished he would have resigned. Now, it, now in yeah. retrospect, like, seeing how he played the next few years, like, it was mm-hmm. probably, the yeah. blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's similar to when we wanted to give Boogie the max or when yeah. Jim, Jim Buss wanted to trade Brandon, Brandon Ingram for Boogie. Yeah. So, 
you know, I, I, I will say that. Yeah. So I'm, I hope for the best for him. You know, I hope that he can be some version of that player and in limited minutes mm-hmm. be productive for us. But I yeah. was pretty disappointed when I, yeah, when I heard about the signing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. From that perspective, yeah, I was not. I was, in, yeah, I was not happy to hear <laughs> to hear this. Neither neither was Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> Shaq hates it. I know. Like like Kobe Kobe like, I think is in the like I don't like that guy, but he's not full on like smush parker yeah about him (laughs) but like yeah yeah i i think because he did the superman thing shaq is full-blown dead to me yeah he still is branding yeah so i think you already kind of answered this question but but Mm -hmm. how about this no in or out that dwight howard will earn a starting spot on the team Mm. at some point this season and not as a result of injuries okay that that caveat is very important yeah, yeah. It's me, like um, because yeah. of the quality of his play or like because of no. a matchup no not because of an injury no or illness or 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 <sighs> pneumonia for javel or something one I, not hmm. one game you don't think one game this season the like maybe javel will be a healthy JaVale, scratch i mean javel was was not very good at uh, guarding Embiid at all. There, there are a few centers that JaVale just sucks at guarding. Um, like typically, you know, guys that can actually both go out on the perimeter and post you up. Yeah. Um, which are very rare in the league. Not that Dwight would be much, that much better though. At least Dwight would be able to protect the rim. I think but we'll see it. JaVale. I think we'll I see. Know. I think we will I see. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think we'll see at least one game where Dwight starts. All right, let's keep track of that in one. I'm gonna of, go out in place of Javale, and, and for, again, not not because of an injury yeah, for actual basketball reasons. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm I think it'll be a yeah. good decision or go well, but okay, I think yeah. we'll see it once. You'll see it happen. Um. All right. How yeah, about? I I'm gonna go out. We're gonna we're gonna move off onto <laughs> to less uh, less real things. So hypothetical here. Mm-hmm. Um. In or out. Kobe could have won twelve rings if Shaq had been in shape. <laughs> okay, let's 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 break this down a little bit. So let's see. If Shaq was in shape, theoretically they could have won before they did with the three peat. Before Kobe was like fully formed, right? Yeah. As, as a player. Because he was I think he was still an all star, but it was like his first year of being an all star, like his was it third year in the league? Something like that. I'm trying to trying to remember. like ninety nine, Kobe's, yeah, yeah. Because the run the run started in two thousand, right? Yeah. So the year prior, I think Kobe was still an all star, and they had Shaq, but Kobe wasn't full blown. I don't think they had Phil Jackson at that point. Yeah. Let's see. When did Kobe? When was Kobe's first all star season? Uh, so uh, he was an yeah. all star in ninety seven, ninety eight. He was not okay. an all-star in 98, 99. And then he was an all-star in 99, 2000 Forever. until the Forever. end. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. This, that's interesting. So I guess 97, 98 would have been the earliest possible time. Because assume that Shaq uh, was, didn't need a coach like Phil Jackson to motivate him. Yeah. And Del, and Del Harris was the coach that year. Yeah. That was the, yeah. Bad coach for Shaquille O'Neal. But assuming that he had a completely different personality, 
maybe they win those two chips. So that'd, that'd be five. And actually, sorry, the 96 season, 96, 97, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we had Shaq as well. Yes. Yes. I remember that Shaq came then, but that that's too early for Kobe. I think they needed more firepower. And they, like they they traded you know Divac at that time and they they dumped some salary to be able to take on Shaq. But so. but here's the here's the question like at that point I don't think Shaq's game had really developed mm-hmm. into what it became in terms mm-hmm. of like his footwork and his post moves and stuff. So yeah, if if Shaq had like worked a little harder in those seasons, okay. do you think okay. it's possible? I th- I still think like you can't win it alone. Okay, all right, fair enough. So you're gonna say yeah. that the ninety seven ninety eight season. Is, is like the, the beginning. first real chance yeah. at it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. So okay. And they lost they lost in the uh, they lost in the Western Conference Finals. So that I'm gonna year. go that that'd be five five years a five peat there. The Carl Malone injury people people were talking on Twitter that somehow it was Kobe's fault that they lost that finals. Um the 04, that Carl won the 04, yeah, the 04 they, year. they were not a very deep team. Um, it was a very much a starting unit type team, and losing Carl Malone hurt. But if Shaq was more dominant in that series, because he wasn't nearly as dominant, um, let's say they, they go six, all right? How, how long was Shaq still, like, like not just work ethic, but like physically able to, to carry a team to a championship. Obviously he can decline a little bit because Kobe was increasing in skill. But so the year following he won the finals with uh with the Heat. The Heat. So we like we'll, we'll give him two more. So that's seven. So do you think yeah, do you think he Shaq was, had he another was, two more was, years in? He was not an all-star. His last huh? all-star year was 0607. Really? Okay. Well, There's sorry, no he was an all-star in 08-09, but I think that was... Yeah, like that was probably one of those fan boat things. Kind of a fluke. Um, let's see. How about... Let's look at his... All right, so if we say 06-07 was his last all-star? So he... he Yeah, so he dropped below 20 PER starting mm-hmm. in 06-07, and then it popped in 08-09. He had, like, a good season again then. But basically... 0506 was or sorry 0607 was like his last his last year in Miami was like probably his last like yeah so you're saying 96 Nine. 97 to no I'm saying 97 98 okay not Kobe's rookie year Kobe's sophomore year to Shaq's actual decline all right so that's potential on, of all right so nine. that's only 10 years yeah, that's that's the cap. I don't think he could go for twelve unless they also got pow. So, so basically, we're saying <laughs> they needed Odom too. So, what we're saying is that if we entirely yeah. assign blame to Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. fair to do, not at all, uh, then even in, even if he had been in peak 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 shape for that entire for his entire run, yeah, ten is the most they yeah. could have gone. Yeah. Okay. And even then, like that's there's too much with there, luck there are too many other dynamics exactly, in, exactly. at play here exactly yeah. but yeah can't do 12 okay and also like i don't know people neglect the fact that that shack trade actually netted us lamar odom and some other key pieces that ended up yielding two more championships so it's fair like those those things have to be considered at least by like i mean kobe should consider those things because shack did in essence help him get to five 
um, yeah, you know, I think that's fair. I think that's fair to say. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on this. I mean, I think Kobe was exaggerating when he yeah, said he was, this, course, but, uh, I think it's fair to say that like, you know, uh, it's, it would have been very possible for Kobe and Shaquille O'Neal to have won yeah. more than three championships. Yes. And yes. among the factors that contributed to them not winning more than three championships mm-hmm. was potentially Shaq's fitness or motivation. Mm-hmm. But there are other, many, many, many other factors. Some of them are, yeah. are, are totally Kobe's fault or yeah. at least partially Kobe's fault mm-hmm. in terms of running, How about this? running him out. <laughs> In or, in or out, Shaq could have been the greatest of all time if he was committed to his fitness and continuing to... How about this also? Continuing to improve his game much in the same way that like Kareem did. Where that as he got older, he was developing more skills and things like that. I mean, maybe, but I still think there's something about like just his frame and genetics yeah. where uh-huh. like I don't think it's totally fair to 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 just say that like yeah. he was a big sloppy fat ass <laughs> who never worked out you, you know? know well well we've already established kobe is a sociopath yeah a but i mean like, like kareem had like a much more slender frame which i think yeah. ages more gracefully yeah you know yeah. in terms of like impact and, yeah. and, and, and we're seeing this with boogie yeah so so i so i don't know i i i don't know if shaq could have mm-hmm. could have could have transitioned in that kind of way yeah just yeah, for, for physical reasons, you know? All right, final question. Uh, for Considering now, not, not before the, the situation, but after, with roster construction in mind, who would you prefer to be the head coach right now? Vogel or Ty Lue? Uh, I, guess, I guess the question is in or out on Vogel as a head coach if Ty Lue was actually an option. Um... That's a tough question. I, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like we might have lucked into, to this hire, or maybe yeah, lucked, maybe stumbled yeah. into the right hire yeah. here. But it's really hard for me to say that the last guy who helped lead LeBron to a championship mm-hmm. is not the the person I would prefer to be coaching this team. Mm-hmm. I think that's like a hard thing to, because I think if you think about it, like if we had hired Ty, Ty Tyron Liu, Frank Vogel would have been one of his lead assistants. Yeah, I know that's a good point. You know, so that's I th- I think if you're considering like the whole package, I don't yeah. know if there's a way for me to say yeah. Yeah. that, given the option of both, I would pick mm-hmm. Vogel. That's a good point. But that that being said, like I still think that Vogel could be a good coach for this team. Totally. Me too. I actually think that he is a good uh, culture fit for the way that the roster is constructed. I think, I think Ty Lue would have been a better fit if we had Kawhi. Yeah. Um, but the fact that this team is kind of still going to have to scrap a little bit, um, and and still play a lot of defense and not just you know get by just on sheer force of talent necessarily. Um, I think that Vogel might be a good guy to help communicate those things to these guys that are, you know, they're, they're role players, but they're really good role players. And, uh, yeah. you know, if, if, if he can communicate that and if, uh, you know, if Jason Kidd doesn't attempt a coup, I feel like <laughs> our coaching situation really could be way worse. And I, I think that, I think this is an improvement over Luke Walton. Um, 
I mean, pretty. Yeah, I mean, as as much as we've relied on his namesake for <laughs> for search engine optimization. Uh, yeah, I mean, he will uh, like listen. He was a coach for the kids. Yeah, like it's it's that old Mitch Kupchak quote you always go back to, right? It's like there's mm-hmm. coaches that get you to the playoffs, and then there's coaches that win championships. Sadly, yep. he did neither, but. <laughs> I do think that he was more meant to be the first. In or out, Luke Walton gets the Kings to the playoffs. Out. <laughs> Me too. But that's like also more about the Kings. Like, I don't know if there's know, any I coach know, in the league that if you <laughs> gave them the Kings players with the West as good as it's going yeah, to be, exactly. they could exactly. get them to the playoffs. Exactly. Well, any, any, other, uh, any other notes you'd like to leave the listeners on as we start to approach this... Uh, I don't know, almost preseason. Yeah, so what I was going to say is uh, preseason starts October 5th, so we're still more than a month Sheesh. away. And weird. preseason this year is really weird for us. Yeah, it we is. We have six games. Four of them are against the Warriors, and the other two are against the Nets. I don't I don't get it. But are, we, are we playing in China or something? Well, yeah. So I think the team is going to China. Maybe that's like the, the like, all right, we'll play in China, but can you just... Let us chill in California then for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I, I really hope that's that's part of it. That's what were you going to say? Oh, that's what I was going to say, is that I think yeah. it might be a travel consideration kind of thing. Okay. Right. Uh, and then we kick off the season against the Clippers. Oh, with no uh, Paul George. He's still injured. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't he have like a, he had another shoulder surgery? Rotator cuff, I think. Yeah. <sighs> I think it was a partial tear. I think that's what it was. Okay. Something like Man. that. I don't, I don't 100% remember. Man. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, I think this is a quiet time in the NBA, but I think as things mm-hmm. pick up, uh, I think you can, uh, listeners can expect us to to start to populate our feed a little more frequently. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't, like, it's okay if there are bumps along the road, but if, if this gets depressing, I don't... <laughs> yeah, or if there's nothing to talk about for a week or two in, in yeah. September. Yeah um but yeah we'll, we'll we'll try our best to keep digging deep and uh finding out the cool stories and you know I, i'm also kind of interested I, I know a lot of laker fans are and keeping track on uh pelicans a little bit watch our watch our babies uh turn into uh pelicans <laughs> leave the nest and turn into uh catch some fish with their mouths i i hope the pelicans royally suck this year oh they well because because yeah. of how much God, it frustrates me so much mm-hmm. that when these same players were on the Lakers, yeah. it was like, the Lakers have no shot. They're terrible. Yeah. Fuck these kids. Right? <laughs> and now they're on the Pelicans, and it's suddenly like, oh, Brandon Ingram, you know, uh-huh. he he's really primed. Oh, this is the fresh start that Lonzo... Oh, all these guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on. I know. Come on. Know. Like, Zion's a rookie. Yeah. He's going to have great highlight dunks. Yeah. But he's also having to figure out his life and like, mm-hmm. I, I just hey, yeah. They're 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 gonna be plagued with the same problems that we were. We we understand a young team that we understand these yeah. players well. It's like they're gonna be fun. They're gonna they're gonna keep some games close and then they're gonna lose. Yeah, they'll they'll win some games they shouldn't, mm-hmm. and they'll lose a lot of games that they should win. Yeah, yeah, and I bet you that. At the very least, Brandon Ingram isn't re-signing next year. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes that financial oh. hit, um, it like you know, make, convinces them because they're like, "Hey, it's like finally my big contract. Why would I leave money on the table?" Mm. Um, 
which is what I think happened with Anthony Davis after his rookie contract. A lot of players fall into that trap. But I'm, I, I mean, I almost feel like with B.I., he, he should look for a situation that fits his style of play, in my opinion. Like he, like Giannis. I was going to say, like, like what if, yeah, him in Milwaukee would be like. Mm-hmm. Or, or literally anywhere if they treated him with like, okay, we're going to space the floor and let you, let you work. Yeah. Like if somebody pitched him that, I feel like he'd leave, leave money on the table to try it. And, and I would love to watch him. Yeah, like what that, team can know? stake their, I know their, you know their their playoff Knicks? hopes on him being their primary ball? Yeah, the Knicks. Uh, Orlando. He can team back up with Julius Randle. I could see Orlando doing it. I could see. I don't know. There are a few teams that, like desperation strikes. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun season. Yeah, I'm I hope the best for those guys, but I also hope the Pelicans have a terrible record. Exactly. I hope that they have great individual careers. Yes. Yes. Um, I just want to thank all of our followers uh, for tuning in and rejoining us. Um, please subscribe to the pod if you don't already on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, really wherever you get your pods. And uh, check us out on social media um, at uh, www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Thanks for chatting, John. Thanks. It was fun getting it was fun. back to it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Until next time.